Okay, if you are late, listen up because this is a big problem. I think people who have perpetual lateness just assume it's just a small little thing and no one else notices. <laughs> the other person, however. Yeah, right. So I had a girlfriend who's going to remain nameless, but um, she has been doing online dating for a fair while and has got tried lots of different people. Um, she's in her 40s yes. and, you know, desperately wants to settle down in a relationship and recently has found a guy that she really, really, really likes. Now, this is a seasoned traveller. She doesn't give her emotions out very easily. Yeah. Um, anyway, she called me yesterday and she said, I've got a big issue and I really want you to tell me what to do. And I'm like, mm, mm. relationships, maybe I'm not your person. Mm. Um, she said, this bloke is amazing in every single way and yeah. I just love being with him. However, he is perpetually late. And it's got to the point. And I think when you're in the start of a relationship, you feel like you there are things that could be deal breakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she said to me, do you think this is something that I could cope with? Because you know I'm a very precise person mm. and it's driving me insane. Yeah. And I'm wondering whether I should just call it quits now because I don't think it's going to get any better. Okay. Now, I'm, absolutely, it is disrespectful of your time and disrespectful of you. But I'm a person whose relationship has survived lateness. My wife will be listening this morning. We've got past all this. But when we first got together, um, she was still very, very tight with her family. She spent a lot of time with her mum, a lot of time with her dad. And I could be waiting for a day. We were supposed to be getting at 10. I once was able to get on a train, go out several suburbs to her house, walk in and say, are you showing up soon? Oh, yes, I'm just leaving. <gasps> Six hours, that sort of oh. lateness. But I didn't realise what was behind it until we went to go overseas for a year and as her family were afraid that I was about to take her away and they'd never see her again. So that's why they were con holding on to consistently late to the point where I actually uh, was getting on a plane to go overseas and I said, if she doesn't show up and catch this plane, it's done. And did, you, and did she show up? By well, obviously. skin of her teeth. I think she was running on the tarmac and coming up the wing <laughs> at the time and we talked about it. But that lateness had a reason behind it, which I didn't know about. I'm guessing there are a lot of people nodding in their cars about now. Al of Redland Bay, have you got a late person in your life? Unfortunately, yes, I do. Um, quite often, um, it's my mum. Yeah. Um, we'll set a dinner time and say be here for such and such a time, say six o'clock, for example. Nine out of ten times, it will always be that she is late. So I've now gotten to the point, because it just irritates me so much, that I end up telling her the wrong time, so she is on time. So your mum thinks you have dinner at three o'clock in the afternoon, does she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, often. Do you know why, Al? Why is she always late? I don't know. As a child growing up, it was the same thing, and there'd be arguments in the car when we were going to a thing. I believe family, friends picked up on her trait early, and the same thing. That's where I got the idea from. They would tell her the wrong time. Yeah. To her, it's, oh, it's okay, it's fine. Just flits along. Go, go. When we get there, it's all good. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. called, it's called EMT, Eastern Mum Time. Right. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Al. Uh, Sue, Sue of Ipswich, have you got a late person in your life? Yes, I do. My husband, 20, 34 years ago, he was 20 minutes late for our wedding, and it's never changed. Okay, at that point, did you want to say when someone said, does anyone object, you go, yeah, me, can you turn up? No, no. I, I remember when we went and saw the, the minister, he said to me, now, Susan, it's all right if you walk down the aisle late, but at least be outside on time because our grooms get very nervous. Oh. So I pulled up and I could see my mum standing on the steps and she didn't look very happy. And I later heard that... Um, she said to my other sister who was standing with her, I bet you they've called into the pub. <laughs> they had. Maybe it's just... No, they hadn't. They hadn't. They had forgotten the buttonholes for their suits 
and he was worried that he'd get into trouble for not turning up. But then they didn't have keys to get back into the house. Oh. They had to break see, into the see, house. There's always, <laughs> there is always an excuse. Maybe it's from South Australia. It just hasn't adjusted in life the extra half hour. Now, if someone is listening and they're going, yeah, I don't care. Heidi Summerball, our resident counsellor from Heidi's Counselling Services, you've got something to say about this. What is it? I do. I think when people are perpetually late, the silent message they're sending is my time is somehow more important than yours. And that's why it really gets to people and really annoys them. But we often don't know because the other thing is people don't like confrontation, so they usually just let it go. And the people who are perpetually late often just get away with it. The only thing I'd say is we've all carry around phones now. There's absolutely no reason that we can't let people know that we're running late. And then that sort of takes the edge off people feeling as though they're not being considered. Would you consider it a deal breaker? If I brought it up and expressed that it was a concern for me and I didn't see any effort in trying to improve it, it would be. If I saw that there was an effort to improve it and that they were trying, perhaps not. Three strikes, you're out. There you go. (laughs) Thank you, Heidi.